Hi, I'm Jack the DM, and thanks for choosing the Slice and Dice podcast. Now, over to me. Good evening, good morrow, and good day, and welcome to another edition of Slice and Dice here with the Manylands campaign. We're uh, going to be picking things up exactly where we left things off last time uh, with our players, those who are here anyway, and uh, despite the weather, the, the, the heat wave that we've been having over here, uh, you guys, uh, thank you for joining us tonight. And uh, they've braved the weather uh, to remain indoors and play D and D. So thank you very much, first of all, guys. Um, the real, the real challenge is wearing clothes. It, that is the real challenge. There, I when I saw some some of the chat about sh- can we, how much clothes do we have to wear? I was thinking, yeah, it, yeah there were there were there were thoughts for a while. That being said, hydration and clothing are both important for different reasons. Um, Hashtag free the nipple. <laughs> Hashtag free the, free the nips. <laughs> um, as you can see, we've got two players missing today. Um, so we are, we are missing a Dan and a Marta, but uh, not to worry. They, they We knew this ahead of time, uh, and they'll be back, uh, we hope, next week. Fingers crossed, everything with uh, um, uh, schedules allowing, of course. Um, so anyway... Uh, do, out of the four of you that are here, does anyone have any shameless plugs before we begin proceedings? No. I got one. Oh my I god! One. Yeah, shameless. I mean, it's not for me. Plug. It's not for me. It is a thing I like, uh, and normally it happens on like the weekend, and I forget to promote it. Uh, but it's happening tomorrow this week, so you know my memory is on. Uh, there is a lovely comedy night that I go to when it was in person called Quantum Leopard. They have started a streaming version uh, where they play D&D, but it is comedians playing D&D. Uh, and it is effectively, well, it's it's a pay what you can to try and keep comedians in money when gigs are not happening. Uh, but it's very funny. Um, it has a lot of like no punching down policies. So no transphobia, no homophobia, no chow bashing, all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's lovely. It's on tomorrow night for... I don't know if they're going to continue doing Tuesdays. Normally they're on Sundays. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Quantum Leopard. Uh, those both words spelt, as you would imagine. And it's Dungeons and Leopards. And it's, uh, I think Dungeons tomorrow's got like someone who's been on stuff like Mock the Week. And they're... Oh, normally nice. they normally they get people before they're famous. Uh, they've managed to wrangle in some people who have been on actual TV stuff this time. But they have very they have a very high standard. Trust uh, uh, James Ross to pick good comedians. I can I can vouch for um, having comedians playing Dungeons and Dragons is is quite an epic combination. Um, uh, from the it was a while ago. I mean I mean I mean we have enough fun us lot playing, but um, the like professional comedians doing it. There was that one, wasn't there? Um, a couple time. of months back. Yeah, um, time's been running for a while. I followed it for a while. They had yeah. the fringe show um, back in day, which was by all accounts. And then the questing time guy DM'd the uh, Red Nose Day one. He did, yeah, which was brilliant. They 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 started around they they started around the same time as the Red Nose Day one off, but they've been going every fortnight since then. I just keep forgetting to point it out. Uh, They had one great episode where when the player's laptop was so uh, old and very hot that he kept on running out the room to grab ice packs to put on his laptop. to oh, keep wow. it functioning <laughs> it was great oh, it was great oh dear oh dear um yes uh, thank you for that marshall thank you for that shameless plug another shameless plug shameless this plug. Tomorrow, starting at eight 
Thank you. 7.30 tomorrow starting at 8. Uh, another uh, shameless plug coming in for um, for in the chat. Uh, thank you guys for getting for getting on this uh, for, for those of you players who, who are watching over the chat as well. Thank you, Tchaikovsky or Pavel as we as we otherwise know you just said. I'm going to just plug my love and support to y'all. Keep kicking ass. Thank you. We will. Pavel, we love you too. Yes. Hopefully. I mean, hopefully. I'll correct Pavel and by saying first we might have to start kicking ass. <laughs> but yeah. Thank you, Pavel. We kicked, we kicked an ass once. I think you've kicked your own a few times as well. So, you know. We have kicked many still, dogs. There are many, many so dogs many, so many littering the streets dead. of where you've been. <laughs> so much so much uh, fauna has fallen for you. Shall we? What a lovely <laughs> no. idea. Um, I without any further ado, let's jump in with tonight's session here on Slice and Dice. And we are back. Well, that's good timing. Uh, okay, so guys, oh, thank you, Marshall, first of all, for dropping that uh, that link in the chat. Go cheeky uh, Thank you. Uh, so last time, uh, you guys were uh, uh, were uh, investigating into uh, the uh, uh, into what you had overheard after the. Um, after the wake uh, following the funeral of uh, uh, Argentia Summerfall, uh, Neris's aunt, you overheard, or Neris overheard, uh, some commotion coming from uh, across town. Uh, you guys went and joined her and found uh, Belle Quigley, the uh, gnome of bits and pieces, the, uh, the clothes shop and other general goods store, which many of you have frequented at this point and are proving to be quite big fans of, actually. Um, and it turns out that her brother, uh, Bantam Quigley, has been abducted. He went to the park to go and get something and then uh, disappeared. All that Bell could find was his staff. Uh, so you guys investigated into that. Brucon climbed up at the abandoned watchtower, found a fake guard at the top that was actually he was actually a mannequin all along, and spotted uh, two flying creatures with a sort of a bundle between them along on some string, flying off into the distance. It was quite far away anyway, but illuminated only by the moonlight that evening. Coming back down the tower, um, Brucon spotted that this tower also had a subterranean level as well. So he let the rest of you in and uh, 
joined then by Seth and Fleeting as you uh, went to explore inside as they came back into town suddenly having missed the funeral uh, you then went to explore what was down there and you found actually a jail it was um, it appears to be the the jail the sort of prison cells they have in Hilburg um, so you talked to the jailer Gamja who was uh, not the most pleasant of fellows but I mean he seemed well meaning he just had a, a, a foul odor amongst other things about him a bit of a strange chap um well that wasn't the strangest thing you found down there oh no nor was finding uh teen in bluebeard the uh gruffer and uh, less friendly of the two twin brothers uh, that were escorting uh lady helene grenforth some time ago turns out he had been arrested uh, for public order offences, uh, disturbing the peace and so on, uh, as he had been trying to join the uh, the creation collective, the Fairfan cultists, who have a presence within Hilburg, uh, and he had been left holding the I forget the expression holding the holding the baby I think is the is the expression, but anyway, he was left in the lurch while the rest of them disappeared, and he got arrested uh, for for the uh, public demonstrations that the uh, cultists have been carrying out around the town. Um, so you questioned him, found out what happened to him uh he begged you not to tell his brother that he was there um but just to keep an eye on him in the meantime uh yes yeah i thought you'd find that funny uh <laughs> um but this the strangest thing of all that you came across in your questioning was a black cat that uh that wandered in having a look around apparently black cats were bad luck in hilberg and hence uh the jailer immediately tried to get rid of the cat but Leobrin wasn't going to have any of that because Leobrin is basically Dr. Doolittle with his speak with animals uh, and just started having a chat with uh, this cat who was also weirdly looking into disappearance of small creatures although they hadn't heard of a gnome going missing they had heard of a halfling going missing by the name of Hugo which uh, you eventually twigged you guys was um, the slightly corrupt potion trader within town uh, which you have some of you have spoken to before apparently they've gone missing uh and more besides uh and strangest of all this black cat was not a black cat at all it was a human who was uh turning herself into a cat via transmutation magic leobrin with his detect magic ability noticed this magic aura emanating off her and then thanks to malar using dispel magic boom she turned back uh, into a person she said her name was cat we'll see if that's true Hi. Uh, and uh, she agreed with you lots, um, as long as you were to uh, keep things quiet, to <coughs> meet with her um, chapter of the Moonrunners, who are due to meet tomorrow night, um, to discuss uh, a plan of action to try and thwart whoever seems to be abducting small people. You've deduced two connections so far. All of the people who've gone missing so far, all three of them are either connected to the Moonrunners uh, uh, sorry, they're connected to the Moonrunners is one one thing, and the second thing is that they're all small, either a child or small, because um, uh, Will Tinder, uh, the young boy, has been reported missing as well, um, uh, which was brought to your attention by a, uh, a quite a scene happening at the wake with uh, uh, his mother, uh, Lily, being quite drunk and uh, accusing her ex of taking the child. Uh, so... Your suspicions have been aroused by all of the all of the, that has happened this evening, and you all, uh, after that, decided to, as the hour was late, to head back, get some rest, and recuperate before uh, carrying on with whatever you want to do tomorrow ahead of that meeting. So, um, so you headed back. Um, 
Seth and well, Fleeting discreetly took the two steeds. That's uh, Seth's horse and Fleeting's steed, which um, uh, he hasn't really shown to you yet, but he's trying to keep that under wraps. But anyway, led them round to the kind of uh, stable area that you have around the back of your new property. While the rest of you headed indoors to get some rest, sorted out amongst yourselves where you were sleeping for the evening, and then in the morning you wake up. Uh, at what's well, uh, at a a reasonable hour in the morning it's a a, a nice day as uh the sun starts streaming inside. Clearly, the bad weather that uh, had been happening over the previous week seems to be moving on at this point. And you're getting it's not as hot as perhaps it is in real life at the moment, but because it's you know more <laughs> towards autumn. But it's it's pleasant and sunny for sure, very bright. So you wake up in the yeah. morning. Who? Yeah, go ahead. I just want to check what is the date today. Ah, right. Okay, so the funeral was on uh, the ninth. That's uh, one. That's the one day. Uh, one day, the ninth. So today is two day, the tenth of uh, Festiva. Tenth of Festiva. So yeah, for those for the uninitiated, uh, in the many lands, there is an eight day week. Uh, there are uh, there are forty days in a month, and I believe there are eight months in a year. Uh, so it can get a bit confusing. Um, so you're on, uh, yeah. But the the day's slightly different, so it's two day because it's the second day of that week. Two day. All right. Okay. So you wake That's up. Not two day. That's not confusing <laughs> at all. It is fun though. Four um, days until Mala's birthday. Counting on the days till Mala's birthday. Yes. <laughs> um, so uh, is anyone sleeping on the? Was there any? No, there aren't any bedrooms on the bottom floor. Okay. Um, so, guys, can you Sorry, remind chat. me what your passive perceptions are? Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, Thirteen. Uh, ten for my clueless wonder. <laughs> Amazing. And what's what's Malar's passive perception? Fourteen. Fourteen as well. So Brucon and and Malar are tied. Okay. No, Just seen. Brucon thank you, Drake 30. Lazarus, for your uh, hashtag Fate Dice recommendation. Oh, and and uh, Chikovsky as well. Actually, um, I get pizza. Great. Thank you for that. Uh, we've got a lot. I'll make sure these get logged for next time. <laughs> we have a, a fate I've, dice I've dropped everything, but I get pizza into the log so far. Oh, Marshall is on it. Thank you. I've been um, passing them over to the. <laughs> Uh, discord join our discord join our discord in fact the link has just come up on our twitch there join our discord use that link right there just copy that into your browser or whatever else um or on your actual discord would probably be helpful if you've already got discord and come join us come join in the revelry uh between sessions anyway that's one shameless plug out of the way to one shameless plug too many so brucon and malar you both awaken as you hear a knocking at the at the main door at the front door just to point out, Brucon's passive perception is 13. I'm sorry, but I thought you said 14. That's okay. Well, Brucon can continue sleeping if he would like. Up to yes. yes, he would. All right, Malar, you awaken when you hear the knocking at the door uh, before the others who stir a bit, but you hear it more more than most with your passive perception and your gifts of, of uh, hearing. Um, Malar will get up, get out of bed, um, he's only in sort of what is functionally sort of a jock strap. Uh, he, he grabs his sort of um, over jacket 
and just sort of in a half-day slumber <laughs> so puts that on yep. and sort of thumps downstairs and just sort of staggers to the front door and opens Mallard pitches up on a pair door. of budgie smugglers and his holy symbol. Love it. Yeah, yeah, actually, yes. It's, I mean, I mean, if you had like a hairy chest, this would be feeling like, you know, <laughs> like a bit more of a, a sort of Las Vegas kind of down and out chat. But anyway, leopard um, print, leopard print. <laughs> so anyway, you open the door and standing before you um, quite a bit shorter than yourself, although that's no surprise, um, is an elderly dwarven lady, um, grayish hair. Um, but seems to have the uh, a youthful vigour that you wouldn't have expected um, for her appearance. She goes, oh, hello, dearie. Oh, oh so the rumours were true, I see. Um, uh, uh, Malar Shade Creek. Sorry, Deacon Malar Shade Creek, I presume. Oh, yes, Malar Shade Creek. Be with you. Mm. Good morning. That's a good morning, morning to morning you person. as well. Sorry. <laughs> Saying Mallow is not a morning person. Evidently not. Evidently not. I take it you got my hamper that I left here yesterday. Oh, uh, oh, the the uh, mm, <clears throat> uh, the fruit. Uh, yes, I, uh, the apples were quite. Different. Thank you very much, uh, Ms. Oh, I'm so sorry, dearie. I didn't introduce myself. Uh, where are my manners? I'm I'm your new housekeeper. Uh, my name is uh, Finellen. Finellen Henley. Insight check. Okay, make an insight check. Ooh, five. <laughs> five. Five total. One. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. She seems very suspicious. I mean, the youthful vigor for an elderly person. And you know, you have come across many people who aren't what they seem in the last couple of weeks. So, you know, I, you, you, you are inclined not to trust this elderly lady. Um, why, well, um, <clears throat> I don't recall uh, any mention of a housekeeper being assigned, uh, the premises. Uh, do you have any um, identification or papers to this effect? Oh, uh, oh, um, I uh, well, uh, I, 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 I suppose I, I, I do. Um, um, oh, let me uh, go and uh, let me go and grab my papers. Uh, just my house is just just around the corner, so it's not too far. But um, uh, I'll be back shortly. Thank, thank uh, you, Miss. It's just. Uh, Security and whatnot these days. You can't oh, be too careful. No, trust me, my dear. I've seen it many times with adventurers. You know, you can't take too many risks, right? No, I, 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 you'll be back in just a minute, yes? Of course, my dear. I mean, I'm not as fast and sprightly as I was when I were a girl, but still, I will not be too long. And yeah, she starts oh, heading uh, off on uh, her way. Uh, Mala will gently close the door. And then he's going to run upstairs and find Seth. And then wake oh. Seth up. Be like, okay. I mean, just bouncing you off the mattress at this point. I know. Oh, what? Mr. Seth, uh, I think there might be somebody here trying to kill us. Oh, I've come out two daggers. 
I have two yeah, daggers, I sleep with them. She, she's a little, little, uh, uh, dwarven lady. Uh, oh, uh, I put Mr. one Brucon, dagger away. Mala just runs into Brucon's and just sort of like, Oh, Mr. Brucon, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, Mr. Brucon, imminent danger, imminent danger, uh, danger, Mr. Brucon, danger, danger. <laughs> I just got <laughs> that ring. The 360 maneuver there. Thank you. Good. Thank you for the reference. Excellent uh, reference. I, I appreciated that reference. Thank you. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, indeed. Um, yeah. How long uh, does it take to armor up? Uh, light armor, what is it, a minute, I think? Uh, then mm. I will get dressed and come down. Um, Brucon uh, is also not. A super duper, super duper morning person, um, and this is sort of bleary eyed. Oh, what? What on earth? Oh, danger. Oh, okay. Um, and um, face plants. So, um, yeah, like steps out of bed, completely misjudges it, and just wham, face off the floor, bounces back up using his monk reflexes. Oh, I'm awake now. Um, oh, okay, yes, let's uh, let's go, and um, runs down in his Jimmy Jams. Uh, ready and and bursts in, down to the the living room, ready for action in combat pose. Looks around and goes, "Where?" Malos. Oh, uh, oh, just gone to paper. State she says she says says that she is housekeeper, but uh, well, uh, my <clears throat> she didn't seem particularly uh, trustworthy to me. No, mm. maybe you should, uh, uh, you know, just verify my finding. Rukun. I will, I will be here to observe. And then Malar goes to the other end of the hallway and just tries to stand in the corner as quietly and sort of small as he can be, like just stand <laughs> looking. <laughs> Okay. I love how we're all just in a, I'm, I'm just in a battle pose, like a dagger aimed at the door, waiting. Um, Mala, can you make a stealth check for me, please? With mega disadvantage. Oh my word. Actually, with less disadvantage than normal, because you're not in your armour. I don't wear armour. Uh, 17. 17. All right. Um despite your frame uh you think you're pretty well hidden in the corner of the room unless somebody looks directly at that area and then it's very obvious that there is a loxodon curled up in the corner there but if they don't look in that direction you should be fine Bruce <laughs> well, he's, he's well hidden we just hear every like minute or so oh. <laughs> yeah, probably just a little fart occasionally <laughs> yeah. Bruce just stares at Malan. okay so sorry let me just recap it there's a dangerous lady uh, she's dangerous because she doesn't have her papers and you want me to confirm that she's dangerous because she doesn't have her papers. Is that about right? Is that about right? Mm, also, she's not here it. right now. She's not here right now. Um, so she's but... so dangerous that she left. Yes. What? I... Look, there's <coughs> no harm in uh, no... Knock, knock, uh, knock, knock. Oh, she's here. Goodness. Uh, quick. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I will answer the door. Uh, 
We are ready. That was a uh, cracking uh, stealth check you just tossed away. <laughs> <laughs> you rolled a, a phenomenal work on the stealth check, and then the door. Bollocks to that! I'm gonna go open the door. Um, Mate, I'm seven foot two. Unless I'm behind the door, she's seeing me. Yeah, I'm I mean, ready yeah, a dagger to... I, I, I only raises more questions about the purpose of the original <laughs> stealth check, to be honest with you, but fine. Yep, cool. Go I, 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 I does love Brucon that... have a dagger? Uh, he's got a Kukri now. Yeah, Brucon does. Right? You've you got it oh, remade. So, so, do you so have it on you? No. I, I pass him a dagger. <gasps> okay. The, dag Get the dagger... Get ready Yeah, okay. Yeah, cool. Um, credit to should be studying who, who writes... All this over a sweet old lady. <laughs> it's like, this just goes we to show how much that. crap you guys have been through that you're suddenly like, what? <laughs> old woman? Changes no. shape. It's not paranoia. Yeah, it's fair. It has happened a few times. I can only, I say blame, either blame myself or congratulate myself. One of the two. But anyway. Um, we have met four different shapeshifters. Yeah. We trust nothing. Yeah, yeah that's fair. That's Ask fair. questions later. Okay, so the um, door, so the door, and did you say, Mallow, you're going to go open the door? I'm going to open up. All right, so you open the door. The same elderly lady's there. She's more sort of, but she's maybe three and a half feet tall. Um, her, she's got short grey hair that bit, kind of curls at the ends. It, it looks like it's been done in, in rollers and such. Um, just wearing a, a, a simple a sort of working clothes and, an, and a, a bright apron uh, over the top. And she smiles over to you and presents forth a uh, piece of paper, which you can see has the seal uh, of uh, Councillor Potter has been stamped on it. Uh, sorry I didn't bring this the first time. Uh, here is uh, the papers you asked for. Oh, uh, uh, thank you. Um, I take the papers and I look at them. Uh, can I, I look them over for authenticity? Okay. Um, authenticity in what check sense? That paper. As uh, as in check, just checking the writing, or more of a like the a, seal. But checking the seal. Okay. Um, and... All right. Um, I guess a history check would be appropriate for this then. Yeah, we've seen that. You're... Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's going to be eight. Eight. Um, I mean, it's, it <coughs> looks. It looks. Looks legit. Uh, uh, may, maybe it's a forgery. They're, they're, I mean, they're, it's relatively simple anyway, the seal. So, you know, it, I suppose you, you could have got it I, forged I if you wanted to. I will take the paper. I obviously have the paper. I've looked over. And I look at the little old lady and I edge back towards Brucon, but I never turn my back on this woman. Okay. Just move back to Brucon and hand over the bit of paper to Mr. Brucon, can you validate that? Sure. Let's. Uh, what was the? Was it a history check? Yes, please. Thought? Yeah. I mean, uh, Le Lebrun could tell you. <laughs> well, his yes. marshal remembers. <laughs> I mean, there's been a lot of stomping. Have you woken up yet? Uh, are you over at. Where are you? You could, if you, if you. Uh, I suppose you stank. naturally would wake up around this time, so could if you wanted to. We might hear the commotion oh. and also go. You know what? I'm not getting involved. <laughs> Brucon rolls 14. 14. Okay, yeah. This looks like this looks very much like the seal um, that uh, you you were carrying before. Um, as in, yeah, the markings are the same. So, yeah, this looks like the real deal. Okay. And Brucon she kind of is... notices you guys <laughs> questioning this. Sorry, go ahead. 
I was just say, Brooklyn just gives it a once-over, looks at Malar like, um, yeah, this is this is all absolutely fine. Um, oh, he hello uh, there, ma madam. Uh, uh, thank you so much for uh, looking after the house for us. Um, uh, my apologies for not anticipating the um, caution that you guys would be um, exhibiting a... I suppose you probably threw all of those fruits away that I left for you. I mean, oh, you know, if no, you suspected no, no, that, no, it could have been poisoned or, you know, anything. I should have thought of that. Uh, well, oh. I, I wouldn't worry too much about it, madam. I'll be entirely honest with you. Um, we, we had a very strange day yesterday, although I suppose by our standards it was a day ending in a Y. Um, but uh, we, we got back very late after um, all kinds of shenanigans, and uh, I, don't, don't, I could be wrong, but I don't think any of us gave much thought to consuming the fruit. Um, but, uh, it was very generous, but, but please don't take that as a, a judgment on the quality of your service. It's, um, oh, it's not at all. But, uh, but uh, uh, no apology necessary. I, I uh, you know, I, I, I wanted to see you uh, yesterday, but I, I, I'm aware that there was um, a, 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 some other matters that you had to attend to. So, um, you know, it, it, it's all fine. Um, of course, I, I if, if you uh, feel uncomfortable with it, I don't have to be in the house when you guys aren't here, um, if you would rather for security reasons or whatever, I could only uh, turn up when you are here, for instance, in the morning. Uh... Yeah, oh, um, well, well, as long as it's not I... too early. How, how are we defining morning here? Well, you know, like, um, I, I guess a, a usual uh, work day, maybe around uh, nine, or I, I mean, I could, I could I could uh, fix your breakfast as well, you know. I, I'm, uh, uh, although uh, my my sons wouldn't uh, say I, I was the best cook in the world, uh, I can still make uh, a, a homely meal that I've been doing for many a year. But uh, well, I'm, count me in. I don't know about don't know about these uh, gentlemen, but personally, I'm uh, I'm all for it. Adam, I'm just eating your food. And I would expect nothing less, my friend. <laughs> oh, well, uh, um, of course, um, if you would like, I can do so this morning. Oh, well, I... <clears throat> I I haven't eaten. I... Yes, I will sample your wares. If, uh, what, 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 what are you uh, intend to make? Oh, well, uh, no, normally I would see what was in the pantry, but uh, I, I suppose that uh, it'll mostly be the, the fruit and uh, maybe some oats. I uh, could uh, do some porridge or something. Oh, well, I... The porridge would be most appreciated. Thank you very much. Uh, not at all. Uh, and as I say, I, I don't think I introduced myself to the to the, the rest of you. Uh, I'm Finnellan, uh, uh, Finnellan Henley. A pleasure to make your acquaintance. Is that a thin or a fun? Is that a TH or an F at the start? And it's an F, yes. F. Finellan. Yeah. And now I've Henley. Finellan Henley. Yes. Uh, but uh, okay. also, uh, kudos yes. to well, all of you, including there. Marshall, who called the reference <laughs> on this character straight away. <laughs> 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 yep, that's exactly what I was going for, so thank you. <laughs> I must have got it right. 
<laughs> All right, so yeah, she she uh, busies herself, uh, push, pushes Thom through to the kitchen and starts preparing breakfast, um, uh, which uh, during this time, I suppose, uh, the Oberyn would... Uh, you could you could awaken and to get yourself mm. ready, but what are the, are the rest of you up to? Anything? Or what are you going to be planning much for your, for the day well, ahead? I'm giving Malar giving Malar a look and just go. Well, we're all up now, thanks to this deadly awaken from the old lady of cooking killing. No, Mister Sefford. At least now you get breakfast. Well, I think I'm going to put on some trousers. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> for the whole exchange this whole thing i'm going to give malar inspiration <laughs> it's just too mm-hmm. too good trying so hard to make to maintain eye contact <laughs> <laughs> as as malar says that brucon looks down at the mole patterned pajamas um that he's currently wearing his jimmy jams and goes yes that's not a bad idea actually um Fenelon, uh, my dear um uh, this porridge of which you speak uh, sounds positively delightful. Um, excuse me one moment. Uh, I, I'm just going to go and put on something a little more appropriate. Um, but uh, certainly sign me up for some porridge. I, I should like to uh, have some of that. Uh, see you in a moment. And um, uh, sort of shaking his head, makes his way up the stairs going, bloody, bloody elephant man, what a ridiculous individual, what on earth. Can I, can I check mole pattern as in, as in lots of pictures of moles? Yes. <laughs> Subterranean species, right? It's not going to be, you know, it's not. It, it's going to be something thematically appropriate for a race that lives underground. Yes, yeah. I'm Good. trying to remember. I like that. One of the D and D gods is a mole, and it's a. I think it might be a gnome god. Sounds about right. Um, uh, it is not a good god. Uh, as, it's an uh, evil god. So after Brucon heads upstairs and Malar heads upstairs, leaving just Seth. Um, Fenelon kind of uh, tur- turns to you, Seth, and uh, kind of looks towards Brucon and then back at you and goes, Oh, he's very polite, isn't he? Is he obviously a re- well raised dwarf? If only my sons were as polite as he. Can yes, I interest you in uh, breakfast very... as well? Uh, thank you. I'll. Uh, there's, there's five of us here. Fair enough. Fave. Oh yes, that's right. That's right. Yes, uh, I didn't get all your names, but uh, I'm sure I'll uh, get uh, me uh, noodle around it in time. <laughs> uh, just uh, Malar, Brucon, Seth, myself, uh, the Oberon, and some other guy. Okay. Uh, I'll, what does this other guy look like? You can't miss him. He's, he's sleeping on a ceiling somewhere. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, right. Mum's the I, I'm word. just going to take a look in the kitchen and just look at the ceiling and go, he's, he's not in the kitchen, you're okay. <clears throat> okay. Um, right, I'll uh, I'll get to work. She starts gathering up some I'm going to go try and find which ceiling sleeping is sleeping on and wake him up. I have a feeling he's in. he, he would have chosen either the cellar or the very, very top. The uh, the the study, bedroom seven, the study bit on the on the top floor. He may have chosen that because that's also got beams. I'll check the cellar, but I've not got enough morning energy to walk all those stairs to check the <laughs> check upstairs. But uh, if he's up there, all right. So down in the cellar um, is uh, it's more of a storage area, but there's a separate room as well. You can see there are beams in here, but no sign of fleeting look. Um, Interestingly, there is a um, 
So it's mostly stonework down here, and the um, the staircase, um, when you kind of look round, also has like a, a metal door right at the end that seems to o that would seem to go into the area just below the stairs, perhaps you know a storage room or something. But it looks like quite a, a heavy metal door. Um, That's and then... a place we can keep prisoners. I mean, captives, uh, people with guilt, no prisoners. <laughs> prisoners. Um, and there's the. Uh... As I said, there's the adjoining area as well, which is is a storage area. There's various barrels and chests down there, some of which um, it's kind of doubles as a pantry. You can see that there is uh, flour and uh, salt and other uh, other ingredients and things are, are down in this area as well. But no not here. I'm, mm. I'm, not, I'm not checking the top floor from too far away. This early. It's fair enough. Fair enough. I'm gonna go sit wait for breakfast. All right. So, uh, as the rest of you then get ready, uh, get get your clothes together, and uh, get on down to breakfast. Unless there's anything else you want to be taken care of beforehand, I'll uh, we'll say yeah. You, you get ready, come down. Breakfast is served to you. Um, it's porridge, but she's also uh, thrown various berries into it as well. You've got some uh, blackberries because this is the time of year that picking blackberries really, you know, every side street there is, uh, there is somebody going for a blackberry bush um, with uh, a bucket or whatever, um, you know, just clogging up the roads. It's a nightmare, but, you know, such is uh, the autumn time. Uh, and so, yeah, she, she's, uh, so she serves this up to the rest of you, and as she does so, you hear another knock at the door. <laughs> oh, so tonight's episode me. is going to be a comedy sketch, right? It's, 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 it's going to be an endless queue of people knocking on the door coming in. I'm here for Down Mallow for will that. get up yeah. and, and go to bottle episode. It's... We couldn't afford any other locations. <laughs> yeah, a fly the budget. The, budget. <laughs> the COVID is, budget. Is Leo up, by the way, um, yeah, yeah you up at this point? now. Yeah, yeah. Cool. sort of. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. I heard general chat. So there was a getting up and a putting on of, of well, washing and then putting on of suitable clothes. Definitely Not appearing in anything less than a rough. Of I was going to say, have you got your, got, this is your, um, we've got company rough that's on now, is it? Yes. I'm, I'm yes. now <laughs> imagining that Leo Brin actually has a, a, a massive collection of roughs. Oh, each yeah. Each of them very carefully designed for every specific occasion. So yeah. there's the formal, the, the super formal rough, the mid-level formal rough. And so on, on down. The I can only again. He can only really store like four because it's in a travel box, so he can't really um, take the full collection from home. So I we've got a travel box of four <laughs> different roughs. I'm imagining occasions. all four roughs. It's like when you go down a, a, a paint a paint aisle with all of the variations of off white. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the choices hmm. when leave, upon leaving home, like narrowing down his rough selection to just the best four, the most. The most uh, covered the most range of options in just four roughs was a tough time, very tough time. Very tough. Very tough. Back to the plot. Back to the plot. What plot? Mallor opens the door, uh, and you see a grumpy, uh, uh, blonde-haired and alabaster-skinned uh, elf at the door, still looking pretty tired at this point. It's it's Neris. Um, <clears throat> you guys uh, oh, wanted to meet Neris. Come in. All right. Okay. And she just stumbles in. She clearly hasn't had her coffee this morning. Oh, just we're, kind of slumps uh, on the table. We're, we're dining in the kitchen. Does Neris go? Just go through. Uh, all right. She just like drags her feet in there. 
And uh, you hear, yeah, you hear the very loud and uh, very bright um, greeting from uh, Fenelon, uh, and then the uh, muted and uh, grouchy response from Neris. Uh, they seem to be getting along swimmingly as she uh, gets breakfast. So, um, I was yeah, super you're... hoping she would think Neris was the other guy. <laughs> Actually, now you mention it, that now you mention it, yeah, she would probably <laughs> would assume that at this point. Um, uh, anyway, as you're halfway through your breakfast, you then hear. Uh, uh, footsteps coming down the stairs and fleeting look comes to join you um looking well how he normally looks he doesn't change much um the uh, turquoise tiefling comes down the stairs he's already wearing his armor as well because you know that's what he does but conspicuously well no no not conspicuously at all he's wearing full armor at this point because you know he assumes you're going somewhere uh, and it's an adventuring day <laughs> uh, clumps into the into the kitchen with the rest of you hello Oh, uh, Mr. Fleeting, uh, come sit down. We should, um, uh, yes, that's a good point. We should probably discuss uh, our activity. Um, Who is uh, this? Now. <laughs> oh, <That's> now. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, uh, we'll, we'll do an introduction. <laughs> Fleeting goes up to uh, Fenelon and uh, extends a hand and goes, Hello, Neris, I'm Fleeting. Check, you're the woman as well. Yeah. This is her response. I mean, it's sort of like Jack time, isn't it? It's a miniature Jack <laughs> time. Still riffing with yourself. Yeah. Jack yeah. face time. Uh, Jack uh, um, uh, pleasure. Um, and looks to Seth. Is this the one you were referring to? Okay. Okay. Well, it's nice to meet you, Fleeting. Uh, would you care for <laughs> breakfast as well? Oh, yes, that would be lovely. Okay. <laughs> Mix him a bowl as well. And he sits down with the rest of you. So, now, what are you guys doing with the day? What's the plan? Well, that, that like, sort of metagaming this a little bit, this is what Malar was trying to set up. Like, so we have this meeting in the evening, is that accurate? With the yeah. um, ever-aptly-named cat. Um, We're meeting we with the Moonrunners. Uh, that's uh, Milligan tonight so we've got the entire day how about we try some eagle hunting see if we can get any bees we just one little person as a bait i like it i'm i'm down hmm. and how small is our know, little old lady we <laughs> yeah wait yes oh this is we this needed is a, a gift from the dm well <laughs> Oh, 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 the elderly lady, you mean, the the, the housekeeper. Yes. <laughs> she, she's three and a half feet tall, so she's tech... I mean, you know, if, if, mechanically she's a medium creature because she's a dwarf, but, you know, she's she's a diminutive dwarf. We They need to be part of the Moonrunners, don't they? They're the only ones given to Ah, uh, true. We do know a halfling in the Moonrunners and where she'll be. Uh, no. We do know and know. <laughs> moon runners. We know my halfling. Will be. Hey. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good point. I, I like the eagle um, plan. Uh, consulting wildlife, how, know, knowing people. How does the how do the eagles know who is in the no, in the moon runners? Maybe they can shape the same as the moon runner person. Moon runners turn into cats. Anti oh moon runners 
turn into giant kidnapping eagles. Nurse just puts her head in her hands and, go, and he's like, oh my god, they're not fucking doppelgangers, are they? <laughs> no, they don't turn into people? They turn into birds? No, the, bird, the eagles it? were definitely carrying a humanoid form, right? Oh, yes, uh, I, yes I, I believe so. So, so I, I we, don't... If we go there must be some way of identifying a moonrunner that the eagles are aware of. Well, if we have we'll, a moonrunner we'll... in that same park, we could wait on that watchtower, see if we can see them approach, and then attack when they go to kidnap them. I had a thought, and then it, uh, I had a thought, and then it left. Um, oh, um, uh, some local wildlife knowledge might be um, useful here. Uh, so we could possibly see about um, contacting Greenblade and seeing if he can uh, tell us anything about um, uh, the, uh, you know, uh, behavior patterns of local giant eagles. Anything along those lines? Or, considering how much we speak to animals now, maybe we summon some rats, we send them to ask the sparrows, and maybe the sparrows can go and recon and get some information, and we get the animal kingdom to go and help. Well, how, Mr. How Sir, the, the, the problem with that plan is the rats may end up eating the sparrows. Did someone sell rats? Um, no. <laughs> Nibbles hops out of hops out of I think Neris's pocket at this point onto the table and then you hear Fenellon shriek, Oh a rat! A rat! Oh no I've got it and I'm gonna stab in front of him. Oh yeah, so this no, is a, this is a fake okay. stab. Bowl of food. Ma- uh, make a performance check, Seth. I would say deception, but this is definitely performative. Oh this this is this is what I roll a fucking nineteen on. <laughs> the dice gods are pleased. Um, with so my performance yeah uh, 22 22 alright Fenelon completely buys it um, oh, oh thank goodness for your reactions laddie that was uh, that was really uh, swift movements there Brucon lean sorry I had to double check if I was muted or not um, Brucon <laughs> leans over towards Fenelon and says by the way now's probably a good time to mention um some very strange things tend to happen around us, in particular where it comes to wildlife, lots of chatting, conversations, making friends, um, th- things of that kind. Um, probably a good idea. If you do, while cleaning the house, happen to see some kind of um, wildlife, um, maybe tidy up around it rather than immediately trying to call in the, the exterminators. Um, best to be on the safe side. Oh, you have uh, whaled friends, do you? A little critters and whatnot. Yes. Except uh, if it's an invisible telepathic rat, you can throw that one out. Oh! Retail, bear that in mind. And she kind of, yeah, turns away and starts cleaning up some, some of the pans and things. I'm assuming Nibbles scurried away from the da- from the dagger in front of it. Basically, um, Nibbles, when you stabbed down, he then jumped up your sleeve. So he's on oh. your person. Uh, uh, what do I need to do to stop this? Uh, I mean, you can ask him to get out, or you can try and grab him if you'd like. Okay, I'm going to say get get out before I get near the barbecue. 
but, but you stabbed me. Yes. I won't again if you get the hell off me. Okay. And yeah, he, he hops out uh, discreetly out of the bottom of your, your coat onto the floor. Why, why, why is this thing still with us? I told you, I, I, I was going to save you now. I was hoping it would be one of your familiars. Raise of hand. Anyone, anyone want a familiar? Anyone? Uh, Nervous is kind of like... I mean, I've got a... I've, I can already summon rats. One more is, I guess, fine. Then keep your pet with you. All right, Nibbles. Okay. He looks kind of dejected for a rat, and uh, you can tell in his tone anyway. He jumps into Neris's pocket. Oh, good. I feel super bad about this, but Brucon just has no use for a familiar. He's about as magical as mm. this clasp knife. Um, <laughs> so the familiar is a completely um, superfluous value to him. Um, I'd love a familiar, but this one's batting about one for ten in useful. Multiclass yeah. into druid. That was it. That was it. That's what I was thinking. Thank you. Um, you want to be the... a druid? No. Maybe the giant eagles. Are... Maybe there's a cartel of druids. <gasps> oh. Maybe mm. maybe that's what's going on with the moonrunners. Yes. Maybe they're... maybe the giant eagles are um, the... druids who yes. are pro slavery. F Fleeting looks particularly interested in this statement from you, Brucon. He kind of leans over to you and goes, "Cartel." Is that the collective noun for druids? <laughs> it might, if if I'm right that these are druids, it might be the collective noun for these druids. No. <laughs> How about we go ask that moonrunner gnome if she'll be our bait? Well, no. And when on, she says no, what 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 do we do then? What? Well, no, no, wait. We have How often are people beginnings? kidnapping? To stop kidnappers. Hey, what happened uh, to that no. to that uh, halfling? We, you know, the crazy one. Where, where, where is he still around here? We could use he's him as well. Enough. I mean, he's not a moonrunner, I suppose. Now, now, hang on, hang on. Let's just cool our hills, such as they are. Now, we we uh <clears throat> we have the beginnings of a plan, which is to bait a trap for this uh, giant winged uh, beast. And then what happens when the trap is triggered? What what happens then, Mr. Seth? Mr. Brucon? Because, uh, as we far as I can tell, options. it risks our small person being carried away. And then we're sat around going, oh, uh, what do we do? Yeah, we have three options. One, <laughs> we kill the bird. We gain very, very little but we killed the bird. Also not something to brag about. Two, we capture the bird, and as we've been doing for the last few days, interrogate the animal. Three, we let it take the gnome, and then we try and track it, which is our weakest, weakest thing, and we send a sending message to them to try and get a better location. Or we give them... Um, something they can drop to leave a trail for us to follow. Yes, breadcrumbs from six people from the air. 
yes, I, I was. I, I made a point of not saying breadcrumbs, um, <laughs> but 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 yes, let's yes that. But hang on, oh, hang yeah. on a moment. This, the, all of those options seem to assume that, um, that a moonrunner is going to volunteer to be bait for us. Well, she did lose her friend, and she wants the help to get him back. Yes, I think you're. I, well, I'm. I'm open to finding out how this goes, but I suspect that um, when she approached, when when we essentially forced her to um, speak to us, um, she didn't have offering herself up as a sacrifice in mind. Um, I think okay, I, I think what I'm saying, Seth, is you should prepare yourself. I, I think, Seth, what I'm saying is you should prepare yourself for some disappointment um, when it comes to um, your generous offer to this lady of being bait for us. She doesn't have to be willing, bait. <laughs> I can arrange that. And there is just sparks a bit of fire in her hands. I go to high five Neris, and then I realize he's on fire, and I pull back a little bit. I'm like, but good thinking. Brucon briefly but significantly looks in Malar's direction, and then back to um, Seth. Don't, don't look to the smart one to try and get justifications against bad ideas. That's not <laughs> how this works. Look, we we have we have time here. If we if we're going to do this, we need uh, an actual uh, legitimate plan and not just the uh, scribblings of an idiot. Uh, no offense, Mister Kosef, um, but really, we need something cohesive and cogent. I'm still going to hold out for trying to do some research about um, uh, local wildlife and where giant eagles figure in that. You know what, Mr. Brucon? Let me give you a hand. That was basically what I did most of my when I was most of my time down at the uh, Hammerfoot. Uh, uh, I can, I'm sure, I can uh, find us somewhere to study. Uh, if you're I know you tried planning, yeah. sorry. <laughs> I was just said, no, I know you tried this yesterday, but you could try sending another sending message to that guy who's already been kidnapped and being more precise about what we want to respond. So he's not shitting himself about the god whispering in his ear. Well, now, actually, Seth, that's not... Well, uh, the, the problem I appear to have is, is that every time I send a sending message, to somebody new, they are initially baffled and confused. Have I have I already sent a sending to one? God. Yes, because they said the damn manticores. So yes. the other thing I was going to say about doing mm. wildlife that research: was the one. a giant eagles, b manticores, and whiskey tango foxtrot. Their deal is, but perhaps start your message with, uh, "You have panic. twenty-five words to respond," and then and then continue with whatever. Or a shorter version of that. Uh, you've got. No, wait, that's the same uh, as you have. We need to cut out unimportant words. Don't panic. Respond. Some words. <laughs> Location. You are. Manticore. Where are they? 
<laughs> just ramblings of a madman appear in your ear. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> Cake, where now? Huh? What? Eggs. Chicken. 25 word. What? Like it, what, what, what is it, boy? Verbs. Trouble at the old well? I think he wants to. Yeah, we end up asking 10 questions <laughs> with a 25 word limit. Verb. If you're yeah, trying anyway. to catch giant birds, you're probably going to need a pretty big net. They, um, uh, bird leans over. I, I thought we'd just go in blasting. Well, if you want oh, to capture him alive, you should probably use a net. If you were looking to kill them, you know, you've, you've got weapons and such and uh, magics and things to, to eliminate them. But if you wanted to interrogate them, you'll probably need other other means. Oh, um, but, to be fair, but... we're, we're pretty well stocked um, with, with means to interrogate uh, giant eagles. We have um, uh, Dr. Doolittle here. And I have, frankly, more nets than I know what to do with. Oh, so, oh, uh, well, um, uh, pardon me, I'll uh, keep my, my, uh, I'll, st- I'll oh. let you adventurers do your thing. <laughs> you oh, clearly have got this in hand. This. No, quite hard, madam. Yes, we meant nothing by it. It's just uh, lateral thinking and such the like. Your views are appreciated, of course, uh well, I'm no adventurer. Yes. I'm sure you know better. <laughs> um, How about we split up? You guys go research manticores and birds. Me and Leo go try and convince gnomes uh, to be bait. And Nerys and Fleeting don't burn anything down. Isn't the gnome oh. the gnomes the thing that's happening tonight? Isn't it, or is that, is that a separate thing? Uh, no, the gnome is the shopkeeper who has her friend just kidnapped. She is part of the Moonrunners. So oh, and the Moonrunners are meeting tonight. So you just Go think she'd be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd forgotten about Belle. So no, you're absolutely right about Belle. Okay. Yeah, so she'll probably be there at the But we've got a whole day before the meeting. So we might as well try like something to try and get some information prepared for the mm. Moonrunner meeting. Yeah, it's probably okay. best I don't go back there because I'll end up buying things and I, I can't afford to buy any more outfits right now. Well, Not a stereotype. You, you Genuinely nervous of, character. You, <laughs> you, you, you take care of Fleeting for now. Take care of him? What do you... What do you... you stay with Nerys. Really? Make a persuasion check, sir. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I really need that name. 18. 18. 24. 24. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, yep. Neris, you know, doesn't look particularly happy, but kind of, okay, fine. And then Fleeting also looks a bit tentative, but sees that you're, you know, trust your judgment, Seth. And goes, uh, anything for you, best friend. Hey, Neris, I can show you my new steed. Oh, God. And Neris and is like, oh, my God. Wait, I love horses. Sure, show me the <laughs> show me your horse, and 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 he's um, oh, shit. He, it's not a it's not a horse. It's a capybara. Oh my god! What? Of course, of course it is. That's brilliant. That's what? so that's so on brand. Oh, overly I, overly sized, I assume. Oh yeah, a giant I, capybara. Yeah, a, yes, a, a, a giant capybara. Yeah, I he's my steed. Four days riding next to that thing. Oh wait, okay. Oh okay. It has horns. Yeah. 
uh, Jack, that is a ridiculously deep cut. I <laughs> I applaud. I mean, that I, is in an fairness, amazing callback. I mean, credit Incredibly to well. credit entirely to Dan. He, he that's you know he he it was well, his Dan, idea. Well, Dan, that sent, amazing callback. Entirely. I callback. sent him a list of all the things oh, he the could use to made. find speed: reindeer, camels, elk, anything. I was like, you can choose other stuff within reason, and he his only response was a capybara. There wasn't hesitation. And then for a day, he just kept sending me capybara gifts. <laughs> <laughs> capybara Dan, gifts? Like, thing? Uh, I can't remember what the one is. I can't remember what its name, There's but it's so either a giant or a dire capybara. But uh, yeah, it's a big old boy. <laughs> and it has antlers because because it's a dire one. So yeah, and it's, it's very big. That's D&D logic. Anything that's dire has horns. Right? <laughs> you know, it's fine. So yeah. Uh, let's, um, let's go. Fleeting leads Neris out. And she looks very concerned. And the rest of you, yeah, you can, um, once you're ready, head off to do what you need to do today and um Fenelon bids you all farewell like waves you waves you out as you leave uh don't worry dears i'll look lock up here i won't be too long good luck and uh, yes that's, oh. uh, that's it. sorting out good, good good day ma'am pleasure to meet you mrs uh, mrs henley uh, the pleasure's all mine leobrin Yes, and me and Leo are heading to the shops. So where are you guys heading to for Manticore and Eagle information? <coughs> um, Bless you. Library or uh, local library or uh, sort of bookshop or something. So well, you I, could... I did a load of research in downtime. So where did yeah. I go to? So uh, you'll research in downtime. Uh, I think three main locations. Either yeah, you can get some books from the market. Um, you can so you can browse there. You could go to the temple, um, which has a small has some uh, books there. It was more pertinent to what you were researching before, um, and also council chambers will most likely have some material there too. Well, so seeing as Neris, seeing as Neris said, keep me away from shopping central. It's, I, I'm guessing we've got three people on team research: Brucon, um, Malar, and Neris. So three three PCs, three options. Um, shall we shall we go on that basis? Oh, I thought I Wait. thought um, Fleeting and Neris were going off to look at their steeds. Yeah. <laughs> oh right, okay. I didn't but you well, could grab her if what, you want. Do you want to take um, the council officers? I'll take. Them. And if both of those are robust, we'll bean maybe the market. Yep, sounds good. Let's do it. Do it. All right. So uh, let's. Uh, yeah, we'll stick with you two first, then, and then we'll hop over to Seth and Leobrin when they in a bit when they they get to to the shop. So first of all, then um, the, the nearest is the council chambers. So Brucon, it's uh, as we literally around as the we as we start as as our paths diverge. I turn to oh, Mister Brucon. Uh, <clears throat> I'm sure you're uh, quite adept at those things, but regardless, I would like to give you the blessing of the eight, and I just hold him on the shoulders for a couple of seconds to say a quiet prayer over him, and I'll use Enhance Ability, which will give him bonus on... um, I'm going to give him Intelligence checks for the next hour. Good call, good call. 
Very nice. Okay, Rukon. So, heading on into the council chambers. Obviously, uh, the white stone and marble uh, lines uh, interior. It's quite a grand building in here. And you see the uh, the main sort of concierge desk in front of you, I guess. You know, the reception desk, anyway, in front of you with uh, uh, the... Uh, uh, with the receptionist behind it. Uh, yes, can I can I help at all? Uh, well, I certainly hope so. I'm 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 here to do some research. Uh, my uh, my organisation has been um, given cause to uh, um, track down uh, the, uh, some giant eagles who seem to be um, operating in this area. Um, You're one of the adventurers, and... aren't you? I am. Yes. Yes. Uh, the books are just that way. Oh, yeah. good. Thank you so much for Once. your help. <laughs> Just cut you short. Brucon tosses. Yeah, and Brucon tosses her a. Um, is it her or he? It's a her. This one, yes. Uh, Brucon tosses her a um, a silver piece for her troubles, for her, for her assistance. Yeah, she was a bit surprised, but nonetheless takes the silver piece. Yeah, I, I, just just down Thank the end of the hall there. Just a river in China. Um, cool. Yep. Yeah, excellent. Uh, Brucon heads in. All right, so Brooklyn, yeah, you can you can do some research uh, over the next hour. Um, so make a history check for me. Both of us. Just just you, Brooklyn. Just you for oh, now. Um, I'll, I'll switch over to Marion. And there was advantage on intelligence uh, checks, wasn't it? Yes, yes with enhanceability. Yeah. Outstanding. Right, history. Here we go. Outstanding. Ooh. Oh, twenty-two. Twenty-two. All right. So you're looking to giant eagles, correct? To start with, sure. Sure. Okay. Um, so um, I'll say with a twenty-two then that you actually—it only takes you about half an hour before you find um, a a modicum of uh, well, a good amount of information actually uh, on uh, giant eagles. So uh, although uh, often used uh, in mythology, they're symbolic creatures, you know, to, to indicate uh, sort of uh, nobility uh, and uh, wisdom and. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the kind of um, a superiority, if you like, uh, amongst the uh, you know higher as high as honor, I guess, if you're going to go down the Game of Thrones route, um, <laughs> those kind of uh, things that uh, are synonymous with it. Um, but uh, in terms of where they nest uh, in Burakrin, it's um, you find um, yeah, it's generally in the mountains. They they prefer higher altitudes. They don't normally come down to uh the kind of level that uh that hillberg is at hillberg although on a hill is still relatively low down compared to the mountains you know they, they like to be up you know uh, thousands of feet preferably um so yeah seeing them out here is odd that's out of character for giant eagles um strike wrong for druid cartel uh but you do also find uh in the second half hour because you've got 22 um you find a kind of a beaten and kind of forgotten tome um that speaks of uh it speaks of a, a collection of mysterious bird people uh who gather at uh a place called the eerie supposedly somewhere high up in the ratgarat mountains from your reasoning there brucom in particular you recognize that you know it sounds like this was some sort of monastic order by their kind of ritualistic behavior and their secretive kind of uh, ways uh, that they, yeah, um, that, that they, they seem to do things in a, a kind of ritualistic fashion uh, and are, yes, very reclusive from the rest of society. But there is one, as I said, there was one tome that hints to 
them possibly speculate about their location. Sorry, I'm just making notes here. So there were bird people at uh, somewhere called the Eerie. Yes, the, the Eerie. The Eerie yes. was, uh, Supposedly somewhere oh, in the mountains. In the Rackerut Mountains. Any more information about where in the Rackerut Mountains, or is that the? It doesn't give you a precise location in in the uh, in the book. Um, any hints on finding them in any other any, anything else about uh, how they might be located or is it just a case there, there is um there is a crude kind of there is a crude map in there but it, it's not labeled um so uh, i think you could if you were to take that book you could maybe cross-reference it with uh, with a, a more up-to-date map and maybe you might be able to gleam let's, a location let, from there let's, let's go with that let's definitely go with that that seems like an excellent idea um could even have a stab at doing a sketch of it if um well anyway we'll, we'll see if the books have to remain on site at all times or if um loaning is is allowed so yeah again so brucom brucom goes and seek he goes ah we found something here little bookmark in the uh, in the tome and then heads back to um check with the the um as you put it concierge um <laughs> yeah <coughs> the reception sorry uh, the receptionist yeah sure yeah yeah uh, is, so excuse me um uh, it's a very interesting uh, tome here. It's extremely helpful, but um, it's got some uh, non-specific information in it. I'm just wondering if it would, uh, what, what the policy is on uh, on removing books here. Do they have to live here at all times, or is it, would, would it be all right if I borrowed this? I would, of course, uh, give you a receipt and, and and so on and make sure to return it. But uh, yeah, Broker, uh, make a persuasion check. Persuasion. Oh, that's pretty good. I've trained in that. Twenty, not natural. Twenty, very nice. She kind of uh, looks from one side to the other, making sure you're not being observed. Just kind of lean, leans over the desk, uh, quite close to you, wh whispers in your ear. Um, well, if you bring it back in a few days, um, I won't let anyone know that you took it. Brook on them. Um gives a, a nod and a wink um puts the the book away and uh, and says oh that's you're, you're a lifesaver thank you so much uh, not at all thank you and uh, obviously shows the silver yeah, piece yeah. and pockets pockets it again um when she moves back um you kind of get this waft of um, like lavender uh, this scent that, that she's wearing quite a lot of but you wouldn't have noticed from behind the desk but as she's kind of come over you like you kind of it's intoxicating the smell Cool. Uh, as you were. Uh, thank you. Is that the end of my hour? Or yeah, that yeah, that that that's the hour. Um, so you kind of turn to leave uh, at that point, I guess. Um, let's switch over to Malar. Uh, so Malar, you're going to the temple, right? Yeah, sure. Cool. Okay. So you go inside, and obviously you see um, uh, Captain Mandeville. You also see uh, and uh, uh, Greta Grouse, Lady Greta Grouse, the two lycanthropic charges who are sort of yes uh, lurking around the temple for fear of what they could become if things go wrong and uh, obviously brian obadiah the uh, the deacon warmly greets you the very large jovial uh, man ha ha malar shade creek back again i see god <laughs> how can i help oh well um i'm on a research mission team or one of my better skills to be fair um, do you have any regarding your uh, 
large birds or quite possibly mantic this area. Man. Anything like uh, old stories, mystery, rumors, legends, uh, such things. Uh, and he kind of goes goes serious for the moment on, on the mention of manticores. Uh, uh, no, that's not something I know of. But uh, well, uh, Ventrix may know more though. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, uh, Ventrix, Ventrix, are you? I think he's in the vestry. Um, if you want to go and find him, uh, uh, you know, you you know your way around. Well, yes, thank you. Uh, D give him a hearty handshake. Head on my way. All right. Uh, yep. Let's get to the vestry, and you can hear that uh, Ventrix uh, is signing off from uh, a meeting, uh, which you gather is probably via send the sending stone that you used before to talk to High Priestess Amakir. Ah, uh, uh, Malar, uh, Shake Creek. Uh, how can I help you today? Every time I forget his Shatner. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, Dragon Ball Shatner. <clears throat> yes. Greetings. I am. Uh, I am after uh, uh, books and any literature you may have on uh, local legends and myths regarding uh, large wing winged animals, uh, namely uh, giant eagles and mantis. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, uh, does that ring any bells? Uh, I mean, uh, that's. I, I can't say per se that we have any books with uh, those kind of creatures, but. Uh, I am a dragonborn of the world. I have heard of uh, manticores before. Many stories were told. Um, I could uh, divulge if you like. Oh well, if they are relevant to this region, I would, uh, I would happily, uh, I would happily hear them. Is there a, a chair around that I can sit in? Uh, you can go. S he, he, yeah, there is. Yeah, in his office. By all means, you can sit there. Um. Uh, as I say that, I move into the chair and say, go on then. Ah, uh, well, uh, obviously, given my heritage, Rachir is uh, more the kind of place that you'd find these kind of uh, creatures, being that they are uh, more mountainous-dwelling beings. Uh, I heard that originally they came from uh, across the sea, the Forgotten Lands, or perhaps... Uh, uh, perhaps uh, across uh, over an Eruskin, you know, you know the divide. Uh, they're not really indigenous to around here, but uh, um, supposedly uh, at one time they were before the dragons came. Uh, I heard they were also cursed men that were uh, then turned to these beings for their uh, for their crimes, if you like, a kind of punishment from maybe some gods or. Some demon, maybe. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, but anyway, and uh, and he goes on uh, with this. But uh, basically, you get from him that um, there is... Uh, they're, they're not really based in... Um, in this peninsula, Rachir and Burekrin, it's, it's very rare to uh, have any sightings of them. Um, in fact, so much so that it's speculated that they no longer exist, and it's you know a mythological being, and that's it. Um, as he said, more from the, uh, the Forgotten Lands, possibly up in Aruskan or Provincia, but not not here. Um, so very strange hearing about those. Um, as for giant eagles, you get much the same as Brucon from him. You know, they dwell in the mountains. Uh, they're sighted occasionally, but they don't normally come this far out or indeed down this low, so seeing them here is odd. If I ask to if he has any literature 
on the matter or if I can maybe go through his library or, or whatever resources he has, would that would that be of benefit, do we think, or do we think we're talking to the font of all knowledge? I mean, by all means, if you want to look at, at the books, you most certainly can. He, he can't think of a, of a tome that specifically would have stuff about these creatures in, but you're welcome to do some research if you'd like. Hmm, I, I think I would like to do some research. I'm just going to check my... Um... I'm just going to check my background, see if that's going to do me any favours on this. Mm, ah, yes. No, no, it's not. Uh, chosen. Uh, yes. Uh, no, sorry, converted. Bureaucrat converted. Yeah, that's you. Um, position of influence, but no, not 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 super helpful. But yeah, I would like to go and look, check over the books, regardless. All right, that's um, yeah. As uh, as before, as with Bureaucrat, let's go for a history check, please. Whoa. Fourteen. Fourteen. All right. Um, you pour through these tomes for um, the best part of half an hour, just just flicking through to find any anything relevant. Um, the only thing that's that could be useful um, is uh, a kind of. It seems a creature that resembles what you um, what you know a manticore to be being uh, we're working on the assumption that you guys have all heard of manticores and maybe not come across them before but know roughly what they're supposed to be uh appearance wise there's a creature um a, a demon that's described as being you know similar to to that of a, a manticore so with a human head but several rows of teeth a kind of mane uh, and a body like a lion and bat wings uh, and a scorpion's tail obviously very uh, ferocious and twisted uh, demon but uh, that's all you really find okay um i'll i'll either stick around keep researching until brucon turns up or i'll i'll head out whatever so Brucon, which way were you, were you heading to meet Malar well, we at the were... temple, or was it at the market? I can't remember. What market, you I think, is what Brucon would do. The, the 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 agreement was go to each of the places we said we would go individually, and then mm. meet up. At meet at the third place. So, so cool. Brucon's just kind of you know fingering um, goods uh, in an idle fashion. Yeah, steady on there, DK. Um, uh, this is a family stream. No, it's not. That's a lie. Um, anyway, it's a lie. Uh, yeah, family, Rukon, get out. <laughs> yeah, Brucon's just uh, yeah, get out. All families were banned now. Um, no, yeah, Brucon's just kind of idly perusing. You know, the, the, is it possible to window shop when there are no windows? Let's yeah, of course, out. of course. You know what markets are like. You can just wander past. I mean, the people will presumably try and sell you things, but you can ignore them politely and you know just just uh, not today or just smile. Yeah, could do. You know, or well, you know, if, if someone makes him, if someone makes Brucon an appealing offer, he'll consider it. Uh, so yeah, you can you can do that uh, while you're waiting for Malar to appear. Meanwhile, Malar to Steph, appear. Meanwhile, Steph. Oh, hello. Oh, I heard hello. myself. Echoing I heard myself there. echoing there. Yeah, someone is. Someone's yes. audio is repeating. Am I? Am I? Well, I'm apparently muted well, I'm on. Apparently um, muted on um... Skype. That's interesting. Anyone else? Everyone's muted on Skype. So oh, that's... sorry. I was muted myself. It was coming through on uh, DK's thing. Oh. He's pointing at himself You're and saying now. me. Oh, oh, thank you, thank you. No worries. Uh, <laughs> Something like what? I'm in stereo. Anyway, uh, yes. moving on. 
uh, tech. <laughs> um, so, Seth and Lee Oberyn, you're heading to Bits and Pieces. Yeah. <laughs> Jack, Jack. Yeah, exactly. Jack to Jack. Uh, Jack so Jack. you guys um, head on inside uh, Bits and Pieces, and Belle is there uh, on her own. Obviously looks still quite anxious. Uh, and uh, yet doesn't kind of... Uh, it, it gives the smallest of smiles when you, when you appear in... Oh, hello, oh, hello, uh, uh, my my friends. Uh, um, uh, how can I, uh, how can I help you? We just came to give you an update on um, your on tracking your friend. Oh, my brother. Yes, uh, uh, Yes, yes. Oh, go ahead. Uh, we got in touch with one of the other people that were taken, and they're still alive. They've been taken by giant eagle oh no but but why we don't know why yet do we but we do well there does seem to be a correlation between uh, all the people are connected to if not directly involved in the moon runners thank you should be studying thank you for that um <clears throat> Oh, you, so um, oh, um, uh, I believe there is going to be. Um, I was told that there, that you are aware that there is a, a meeting uh, tonight uh, of the of the Moon Runners. Uh, that yes. you are going to be in who, attendance. Who told you that we were attending? Hmm. Other other members. Um, obviously, we are a, a secretive but uh, communicative uh, network. Um, I imagine you're not as secret as you intend to be if someone is kidnapping people connected to you. No, that is a worry, for sure. Um, very is much. Anything, uh, is there anything that could identify you as Moonrunners? You have, like, I, big I, tattoos or jackets that say Moonrunner on. No, the, there is no... that turns you into cats? No, I mean, we have uh, patches, yes, uh, but they are normally uh, covered uh, uh, underneath the clothes. Um, uh, um, you know, we have uh, our own marks, yes, but uh, as I say, they are normally hidden. But I guess if you were to look that uh, most carefully around the person that you could find a, a, a marking, sure. But uh, my brother is not a member himself. Uh, I have... For the most part, kept that from him. I am surprised that someone would know of uh, him being related. Uh, well, uh, that he would, that I would be a member, and that he, you know, it it does not make sense. Maybe they meant to take it. Uh, oh, maybe if there's. If they cannot tell a female gnome from a male gnome, <laughs> then perhaps that could be the case. If if Leobrin casts Detect Magic, yes, is there anything coming from uh, the gnome that is present in front of us? The gnome? Uh, no, let me just double check. I don't think so. Something that could be tracked. Yes. I'm wondering if there is... <laughs> All of our badges also, like, transmit it, transmutation aura or something. Oh, yes. Our secret organization are all low-jacked. Yeah. Uh, no, no, there's nothing emanating from her. But uh, one thing very interesting to you, Leobrin, 
um, mm-hmm. because you haven't done it in the store before, um, as far as I'm aware. The tree itself at the center of the room is uh, emanating magic. Oh. The whole of this massive tree that extends out of the roof of this place. Um, did you know that your you tree is tre- magic? You start talking to trees, I'm out. <laughs> it is a magic tree, you say? Oh, eh, eh, no, I had no idea about the tree. Uh, insight, check that. Okay. Da, 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 da. Uh, 18. Well, that will be her deception of five. <laughs> the fact that uh, she's rolling deception. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she is not being honest with you. Um, I don't believe you. Well, uh, that is, uh, that is most unfortunate. Uh, I do not know uh, why a tree would be uh, giving off a, a magical aura. No, no, I, I mean, I know you're lying. I can see the sweat on your brow. It is very hot today. <laughs> it is uncharacteristically hot today. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. okay, look, 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 look. The, um... Okay, it is my. Um, it is a magic tree. It is. Uh, it is formed from my my brother. Um, he has a a, a special uh, staff that uh, he can transform into the tree, and we use the tree to make our uh, shop so we can hang all of our uh, clothes and things off of it. <laughs> you so- use a magic tree as a magic coat hanger. It's a magic you, coat rack, yes. You turned a staff into that. a coat rack. Uh, yeah. Why is my insight plus zero eight? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, it's, it's kind of hard to read because um, you were, thought she was usually honest with you, but then she's also a member of a, of a clandestine organization. So, yeah, kind of hard to hard to read. Uh, also, we store uh, uh, some of our items in the higher branches. You know, it, it reminds us of Om back in Loran Lass. Uh, plus, it is recognizable from outside uh, of this shop. We, uh, it is almost like a marketing tool, if you like. Uh, plus, Pantom is uh, very much into the uh, natural uh, uh, elements. Uh, on the mention of Loran Lass... Mm-hmm. Uh, does Leobrin have any knowledge of staff that turns into tree to be anything other than coat hanger? Um, you can make a history check if you like. I will try. I uh, will try poorly. Eight. Eight. I mean, it's not something you've heard of. Uh, hmm. Yeah, just like a magical staff that turns into a tree. Even it, I mean, it, it's it seems plausible given. Loran Lass's general theme, but it's not something you've ever heard of. Seems. Hmm. Um. Very well. So, I thought that um, might have been a clue to finding your brother, but if it's if it is, and you're not telling us something, that's a shame. I wish it was. Regard, I honestly. Uh... In regards Sorry. to finding your brother, maybe you could be able. To... We were trying to set up a uh, track for the eagles, and wanted maybe you could be the 
Um, oh, so I um, so I do not like the premise uh, of this. Um, I have a feeling that the uh, Moonrunners uh, tonight will su- suggest uh, uh, possibly uh, exactly the same thing. Uh, for given as you have said, if what you have said is true, that they are targeting uh, uh, moonrunners and a small folk uh, of the moonrunners, uh, I guess I am an obvious choice, uh, um, and I would do uh, I would do anything to get my brother back. So, um, uh, if we if that is the case, I will I will I will help you. Oh, I was prepared to carry on trying to persuade her. I didn't expect the. <laughs> Also, Seth, uh, and she pulls you over to one side. After our uh, last rendezvous, uh, I would also do many things for you as well. And she wiggles the eyebrows at you. Carry that on once we saved your brother. Well, but but of course, yes. Uh, so, if you are in for the plan then we will gather up our party and meet you back here to go to, lo- go, to uh, go to a location to try and uh, trap it. Uh, oh, so, so. Um, are you not going to the meeting with the Moonrunners? Uh, that's where I was yep. going to go this evening. We will, but we can do this throughout the day, try and trap it. Oh, if- oh I see. Oh, oh okay, sure. Because if... if- there's no way to identify any of your people, then the most likely option that someone in the Moonrunners is telling them who the people are. So this a plan spy. probably wouldn't work after the meeting. You think there is a spy amongst the spies? Well, I mean, is, it would be the most likely place to find one. That is most disturbing. There is honour amongst the Moonrunners. Uh, I would hope... Uh, honour amongst thieves, if you like. Uh, but... Um, Mm, that is worrying news indeed. Uh, okay, um, tell me what you need, and I will and I will endeavour to do so. Uh, if you stay here, we'll gather up our party, and then we'll go to the location that we believe someone was last taken, and see if we can trap one. So does does this mean that I will be part of your party for a little while? Yes. Oh, how exciting! I have heard many good things about your party and what you have done already for the town and uh, and elsewhere. Oh, oh, I am. This is very. Oh, I, uh, eh, I am sorry. Uh, perhaps uh, if you need anything, anything else for the plant as you are uh, looking to do, um, perhaps we have some stuff here. Uh, we have various uh, kits and things. Uh, we could perhaps help you. Really, you've heard good things. Well, yes, you, like you, 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 good things about us. You killed the werewolf. Uh, that was our courier, did you not? Uh, you uh, also your friend here. Uh, he uh, he made the farms grow twice as much fruit. Uh, sorry, uh, twice as much uh, 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 crop as they normally would. Uh, he, he is uh, almost a, a how you say a celebrity amongst uh, Ilberg. Just to collect the people hearing. I'm not used to people hearing good things about us. I, I like this. Nope, just me, I think. Nah, I'm part of it. <laughs> Plus, I know a few good things about you as well, Seth, of course. Uh... Inside leg measurement. I'm going to put both hands on 
Lee over his shoulder and we're going to okay, we're going to go grab the rest of our party. We'll be back soon. Okay. And she kind of has brightened up a bit by the end of this conversation. Um, so head on, head on outside. Uh, you can see at this point when you come out, you can see Brucon when he comes down to the market from from uh, up at the council chamber, which is obviously uh, raised up the up the stairs from where the market is. So you see him coming down. And you can meet with him down there in the market if you like. Brucon, do you know where Malor is? We've 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 got our human bait. Sorry, gnome bait. Um, well, I'm assuming he's on his way here from the uh, the temple. That's that was what we. Uh... Should we grab Fleeting and Nerith and Cassie? Uh, you can grab them if you like. I, um, I I I absolve myself of any responsibility for what happens after that. But sure, let's go find them. <laughs> well, don't, hang on. Actually, yeah, well... you find them. I'll wait here for Balar. Otherwise, cool. we could end up in a sort of comical scenario where we're constantly. Oh yeah. Everything. I'll go grab Fleeting and Nerith and shall re rejoin the group. Malar will similarly the um the temple the uh, meet up with Brucon. Sure. Okay, so um Seth and Lee Seth and Leobrin, as you go to leave the market, Seth, um, even with your passive perception, you recognise uh, one figure at the market, um, who you haven't seen in a long time, in a couple of weeks actually. Um, recognize uh, no it's a uh, no this is a tall half orc uh, with some uh, with kind of uh, short back and sides uh, hair and uh, some wizardly robes uh, about his person <gasps> DA it's the my, I, I, this guy's nice I like, we like this guy he's not an, he's, I don't want to kill him he was previously the bouncer of flaming jacks yeah, yeah. grunt oh yeah. he's unemployed uh, and he comes out now. He sees you as well and kind of waves. Over. Oh, hey, yeah. uh, <laughs> wizard Grunty. Grunt, how are you? How was the trip? Oh, uh, it was. Uh, it was a magical experience. Uh, it's really uh, nice to see more of the world. Uh, oh, um, and of course, uh, with such uh, pleasant company, uh, Elenia was an absolute delight. Uh, unfortunately, she's. Uh, decided that she wants to see more of the the world she's uh jumped on your friend's ship uh she's gone along with them for the ride um i guess you the package will be delivered in the next uh few days or, or so i guess fantastic thank you for your help again have you mm. had a chance to go back to flaming jacks yet well no i was actually stopped here uh just to kind of uh refresh and uh Get, uh, get some more food for the horse and then I was gonna <clears throat> head on back that way I uh wouldn't flaming jacks kind of went flaming up <laughs> you mean you mean old Jackman Winklebottom finally burned it down huh yep wow <laughs> uh Make a deception check, Seth. <laughs> I was inclined to just let it go, but I thought, you know what? Yeah. No. No. The Oberyn is uh, next to Seth, rolled... making weird eyes at him, like... Uh... Rolled an 11, so that's 17. 17. Um, uh, I won't be crawling off a disadvantage because of Leobrin. I think you only made the checks. Leobrin's next to you looking awkward. And he's like, huh, uh, well, that's unfortunate. Uh, maybe I'll... Uh... 
<laughs> I still got his card and horse. <laughs> All right. Uh, you seen him around uh, so I can return it or? Well, uh, he, he wasn't actually the one that burned it down. It was the tax. He's currently in uh, in hiding. Do you remember oh. a... Uh, Witness protection. A, 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 a dagger on the wall. Oh, that bone thing he kept above the bar. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Some, some, someone came for that. They torched the place, huh? You didn't, you didn't see anyone suspicious ever eyeing up that dagger around there. Uh, I mean, I didn't really go inside much. I was mostly outside, making sure uh, the suspicious types didn't come in. I'm gonna cast minor illusion for a picture of Damon. Didn't see this guy. I haven't seen a fellow like that before. No, sir. Don't think that'd be oh. the kind of folk that would come in at Flaming Jacks. Normally, a bit more uh, dead end dive kind of guys. Well, as I said, I wouldn't. Uh, it'd be a waste of trip for you to head back there. Maybe just stick around town for a few days. Huh? Till we find, till Flaming Jack comes out of hiding. Maybe I'll look for uh, some other employment. There's a tavern here, right? Uh, may have might have news for me, I suppose. Uh, uh, thanks for the tip, anyway. No problem. And he kind of pretends to tip his cap because he doesn't have one, but you do. And, and then turns around and heads back on his way. He's not becoming hes not becoming part of the best friend hat squad. No, no, <laughs> no, of course not. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Malar, as you go to uh, to leave uh, the temple, um, Ventrix kind of, kind of speaks up. Oh, oh, Malar, uh, I've been... Uh, We've been thinking about a, an uh, initiative for a, a while. Uh, as you know, many are destitute and not well looked after by uh, the powers that be in Hilberg and beyond in Burekrin. I wanted to uh, get some sort of uh, premises together to uh, 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 house uh, unfortunates, to keep them off the streets and such. Uh, I, I know that you uh, have spoken to the counselor before. Uh, perhaps you can put in a good word about this initiative. She uh, hasn't responded so well to my thoughts so far, but... Uh... Oh, well, uh, <clears throat> yes, uh, capital idea. Uh, I endorse uh, helping the more needy, uh, of course. Uh, if I uh, am able to... Um organically suggest such a thing I, I shall but unfortunately I uh, I don't actually interact with the counselor too often so if our paths cross and they may do I'm sure of it I will certainly uh, bring this up as a, and endorse this viewpoint uh, I appreciate your time and I will uh, attempt to return the favor my thanks uh, uh, Mr. Sh uh, Deacon Shakreek once again uh, uh, I'll let you know when the uh, scroll arrives for the lady here. Uh, good day to you. Oh, uh, blessing of the eight. And to you as well, and he bops guidance on you, because that's what you guys do. Guidance everywhere. No, you mm. get guidance. No, 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 you get guidance. Yeah, it's, it's just oh. it's uh, the rigmarole of it all. Anyway, uh, you eventually leave and uh, meet up. You can meet up with Brucon at the market. If there's anything yeah, sure. you want to discuss in that, or I can skip over it. Entirely up to you. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll just brief Brucon the fact that I have a sweet FA. 
got got some demon stuff, but yeah, not as much info as Brucon's about to hit you with, I imagine. Uh, uh, yeah, um, yeah. So Brucon's um, Brucon very much emphasizes the um, eagles in mountains. It's weird for them to be round here, part of of his research, uh, and sort of casually mentions. Um, I, I, I mean, I don't know that it's how much it really has to do with um, this whole situation here, but um, I did find something about uh, uh, a group of, I suppose, um, and please don't take offence at my describing them this way, um, bird people. Um, that uh, m might possibly... Uh, be relevant in some in some way um the, the residing in a place called the eerie um somewhere in the record mountains uh, I, I i've got the book uh, there's a map but it's a bit uh, it's a tad on the vague side so um uh, well, I'm not, sure, not convinced it's uh, directly relevant to our current situation but um possibly a lead of some kind worth worth following at some point well this is most curious uh, mr brucon uh brucon um while I have not uh, found any, any potential leads with this particular endeavor, uh, in attempting to find a cure for Mr. Fleeting, uh, some of my research in there may be one of these elixirs, uh, filter of health, that reside in the mountain as well. I, I wonder if perhaps this is too much of a coincidence to be the case. Maybe at some point in our near future we'll be endeavoring to take a, something of a hike into the uh, Rackgarret Mountains, as they are not too far away. Hashtag, just saying. I think you might be muted, Bart. Mute Bart? I was muted. Yes. Um, what was the, just to track back slightly, what was the significance of the filter again? Um, so, uh, the filter... Cure. Yeah, it's a cure for lycanthropy. The one oh thing right, they used oh, okay. previous. Oh, okay. Missed that entirely the first time round. Cool. But I will. But um, no. in terms of the, in terms of disappearing people, it seems like the Moonrunners are still our um, our best bet. I'll, I'll sort of, you know, have you have you seen Seth and Leobrin? Have they had any luck with whatever they were doing? will be a question put so um seth and leobrin um you gather up uh neris and fleeting uh neris has been won over by the the uh giant capybara um it's it's not a horse but you know still has has a lot of charm to it uh although its charisma score is uh, significantly low but um yeah uh, <laughs> she, she likes it nonetheless um anyway um so she's uh, they're happy to go with you and you can rendezvous with the others back at the market um and discuss what you're going to do next um but i think for today which let's call it there for today and we'll pick things up from uh just after you've kind of all gathered your thoughts together and plan of action with bell next time yeah sure yes hey, all good. good all right um thank you so much uh well thank you guys um in the chat um really like coming alive today a lot of fun stuff in there always love a, a bit of the banter as well in the, the chat and obviously thank you to you guys for keeping on top of it uh when i can't <laughs> uh, type well in the done. chat that's great and well done everyone for managing to go like a full year without without 
um, getting into the shipping stuff. It was it was bound to happen eventually, <laughs> but we we held out as long as we could, and uh, we'll just carry on on that basis. Yes, uh, much more. Uh, now the shipping forecast. Um, next time. Uh, anyway, uh, anyway, thank you. It's we've been doing this campaign over a year now. <gasps> yeah, I think it was oh, June or July when we started. Yeah, and if you remember, we were we, we were melting a lot in the early stages. All of us in this room, even with just me today, I am <laughs> yeah. dying. Well, the first, room. the first, the first couple, I was nay present. Yeah, I think it was I at was, session three when you first were all yeah. together. I think I was sweating out in the in the world. Oof. Good times, good times. Uh, so yes, uh, cameo is the god of murdered puppies. Puppies says Drake. <laughs> it all to come, I'm sure, Drake. Um, uh, and uh, yes, um, thank you all. A year down and we're still going strong it's good times thank you thank you everyone for, for sticking yeah. with the channel thanks for the support so far please continue to do so as well and uh, tell your friends like you know if you know anyone else who loves D&D because there are definitely more people than there used to be out there uh, in terms of uh, loving D&D yeah, send them over this way uh, uh, yeah we very much appreciate it many, as, as, <laughs> we are legion as uh, should be studying says many years to go uh, I hope so uh, well, we'll see how far this campaign goes, shall we? Anyway, until okay. next time, everyone, thank you so much for, for watching. Uh, we'll be back same time next week with the next installment. Until then, everyone, stay safe, drink lots of water, put on sunscreen, and have a good week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Slice and Dice podcast. You can join in the action with us live on Twitch, Mondays from 6pm UK time. It's twitch.tv slash sliceanddy6. And don't forget to follow us on socials at Slice and D6. Until next time, stay safe.